$200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES Podcast, uh, uh, episode number 106 for you this time. Uh, boy, they just keep going and going. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Greg, joined by always by my uh, other uh, uh, host, George. Ravashi, matey! <laughs> Yes, you yes, you're, yes, you can do a lot of piracy in this game, but this is not pirates. <laughs> uh, th- well, there there are I, pirates. Yeah, this game's yeah, these games yeah, these games have been compared very heavily to pirates, so uh, for good reason. So, but we'll uh, you know, but we'll get into that. So uh, we are kind of breaking our own rules a little bit here, we'll, like the covering of these games. But you know, like rules, are, <gasps> but the same, but, but as you're saying, go with rules. Are, uh, the rules may be broken. So, um, when George and I were talking about which game to cover next, uh, next this episode, uh, I recently, I recently got him to start playing one of my all-time favorite games. Um, and I mean that seriously. I think that, um, uh, but well, well, well here, uh, uh, let's get the name of the game first. You seriously mean that you got me into playing it or you seriously mean that it's your favorite of all time? Uh, both actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're looking... Yeah, ever since that draft yeah. episode, I was actually really curious. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at the at the at the first two, and actually, this is probably the only. Well, I shouldn't say that. There have been there have there have been there have been, there have been other games in the series released in the West, but these are the first two games in the franchise released released in the West. Uh, the Uncharted Water games uh, for the Super NES, specifically Uncharted Waters and its pseudo sequel, New Horizons. Uh, and for those people who are longtime listeners of the podcast, you may be thinking to yourself, "Didn't you already cover this?" Well, one game, I yes, uh, way back in episode twenty, almost three years ago now at this point, uh, uh, I covered New Horizons in one of the soul episodes I did when I was in between the like, uh, coasts. Um, but like, uh, but like George said, uh, I talked about this game during the during dur- 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 during a recent draft episode, and I got him to start playing it. So, um, so we decided also so we decided also to expand a little bit and look at the you know look at the first game too because there are similarities between the two of them, Oof. but. Um, but yeah, uh, seriously, Uncharted Waters is, sorry, New Horizons is probably, it's definitely on my list of top 10 Super NES games. It might even be on my top 10 list of uh, favorite games, period, of all time. Uh, I, um, I love the game that much. I, I've never actually sat down and made a list a list of, list of my favorite games because there's like so many games we played over the years. But I think this, I think this game might, I think this game might make, I think this game might make the cut. Um... You know, because for me, there's some, there's certainly some games I certainly could say right now that'd be on that list. Uh, there's the, uh, uh, there's the PC games of a uh, System Shock and Uncharted uh, on System Shock and a um, um, Star Control 2 uh, and Civilization and also and I also would say, uh, um, and I also would say Legend of Zelda for, like the NES. Um, but yeah, I think I think I probably I, I think think I probably like, would put New Horizons on the list too. It's that good. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I love the games. I'm always happy. To, uh, I'm always happy. To, I'm ha- happy to talk about that. And I'm, and I'm really glad George, uh, uh, George just started, to, started playing the game too. So, um, 
Yeah, it is a current franchise. It is still going on. Uh, but this franchise, much like the uh, Funimation franchise, which we covered, which we talked about in an earlier podcast, is one of those franchises that has always done much better in Japan uh, than it has here in the West for various reasons. So, um, and it's a it's a very hard game to, pe- to, to to peg down for any kind of one genre. You really can't because it's kind of like dabbles it dabbles its toes in like uh, uh, multiple genres, uh, particularly like New Horizons. Um, I guess loosely, loosely you could say it's a strategy slash simulation game, but there's so much more to it than that. Um, because you're also doing like trading and RPG elements and like uh, card games uh, and uh, and tactical yes. ship battles and like one-on-one duels um, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, really can't, really can't. It's there's there's a lot. This is one of those games yeah. where it's like, wow, this is this is almost like a modern game in a sense of. There's so many genres, you can't really exactly. pick a, a, a base genre right. to yeah. it. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, uh, so, uh, so, yeah, this series, this series in Japan, like, is known as Daikugai Jidai, which translates as Great Age of Sail, um, and is a, um, uh, um, um, is a reference to the, uh, it's a reference to the fact that, in fact, these games take place during the, um, take place during the, um, uh, take place during the Age of Discovery, uh, which happened between the, 15th and 18th centuries um eh. and that's probably one of the reasons why you love oh this yeah game. history <laughs> uh i majored in yeah i majored in, in history so like of course it's like was that uh every time i actually get a chance to actually talk about history history when the history relates to games i get games i love it so um I, so i'll give a little bit of context uh like for the series just so because because like you don't have to know a lot of history but it does help know a little bit uh, to kind of help, uh, uh, to kind of help to kind of explain the context of the, of the games and the world that the, the, the world takes place in. Uh, these games, these games take place with you playing as somebody who belongs to the nation of Portugal, uh, which was the which was one of the early European nations to start doing uh, exploration. Um, to give a real quick cliff note summary of things, uh, Portugal was one of the first nations to start really start exploring the oceans because they were. They were uh, they were ideally ideally situated for this. Uh, they were a peaceful country compared to where many countries in Europe during the 15th century were still were still embroiled in civil wars or internal problems, that kind of stuff. And also and, and also and also and also and also and also if you look at the map in Europe, they're well positioned right on the edge of the Atlantic Ocean. So uh, like in a great position, a great a great position to explore uh, Africa, which is what they did uh, because. Uh, the, one of the main impetuses behind the Europeans trying to explore the oceans was that they wanted to get uh, better access to the trade markets of China and Japan, specifically spices, uh, because it, 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 because it's hard to understand understand for a modern person to wrap their head around this, but uh, uh, but spices were so important and so expensive uh, back during the uh, back during the Middle Ages because uh, it was literally. But it was literally no joke that you wanted to press a girl. You could just say, "Hey, I want to my pepper box," because peppers were like so expensive. Uh, the spice itself, but uh, you wait—you tell me that doesn't work. <laughs> I hope not, uh, considering everybody has pepper shaker like on their table, probably. But <laughs> you want to see my pepper box? No, I'm serious. Because <laughs> you want to see my pepper spray? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like you know, um, anybody like anybody who's able to bring to, um, uh, merchants to merchants to trade it in spite of things like uh, cinnamon, uh, coffee, tea, uh, silk, pepper, nutmeg. Uh, they were very very expensive, and they can make a lot of money because they were. Uh, it was a long way, a long way, and also the fact that spices were also more important for cooking back then because 
Uh, they they didn't have they didn't have refrigeration or or, or any or any way to properly preserve food decor. So spices were a great way to kind of flavor up uh, food that may have gone slightly bad. So um, it's another reason why spices. I I thought some spices also like. Although it didn't do too much, it would also kind of make the meat last a little bit yes, longer. Yes, no? get that also. Insert spice. Um, insert spices were also believed to have aphrodisiac qualities. Oh right. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I've always wondered how people from different countries would communicate with each other to trade. Well, uh, there was there was a lot of people who were fluent, like who were fluent in uh, in, in multiple languages. And you also simply, right. um, you know, and the, um, and the, uh, and the, and the trading was done either by by goods, uh, uh, by goods like like in a barter exchange, or paid for by gold pieces. But like in gold, gold is pretty constant in value. Well, as long as coin has been, de- right. I, well, as long as coin has been debased, that's whatever. Like, that's 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 another discussion. I mean, like that's another SNES podcast, <laughs> probably. Uh, but but yeah, but yeah, you could, but yeah, you could. But yeah, you could probably like get along just fine with trading trading somebody without having like only like a few words of language. I mean, like this game is unrealistic because is, yeah. uh, everybody knows right. your language. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, well, co-op games are like that. I mean, like, and every and at yeah. some point, everyone knows yeah. your name too. So yeah, I, I guess it's the ultimate Cheers <laughs> game. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, co-op games like that. Co-op games. Co-op games operate. Uh, co-op games operate on the framework of history, but they simply. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. But, but, but they never, but they never really been like that terribly concerned about accuracy as far as the actual. Uh, Greg, how accurate is Warriors Orochi? Not very. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're telling me the game that brings ancient China and ancient Japan together to fight a snake god <laughs> isn't accurate? Oh, but uh, uh, next thing you're gonna tell me is that. Um, it was not possible for the Chinese and the Japanese to speak to each other. No, that other. happened quite a lot actually, because languages, um, you know, the languages, the languages do have a, the languages do have a common, uh, a, a common base. Uh, quick side note: I had a, I had a professor, a professor um, uh, in grad school who who came to our school from China, and who fought a snake guy. No, he oh. said that he was able to, he was able to pick up a Japanese newspaper and read about sixty percent of it. So languages, like the languages, the languages are somewhat. The language is even so. The language is even so to this day still has. I mean, I understand that there's there's a section of of Japanese writing that actually uses Chinese characters, yeah. but my understanding was that a lot of them were not similar enough in meaning. I never him to be able to pick up a, a, a paper and read it. So, but uh, I I guess <laughs> I don't know. Right. Anyway, uh, I'm no expert. Right. <laughs> I know about video games and video games alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so the impetus, so the impetus of this game is that uh, for a long time, most of, that, of a long time, most of that trading was done, like was done, like was done, like along what's called the Silk Road, uh, which was a very famous highway that ran between Europe, Europe and Asia. Um, the main people who organized the Silk Road and was once responsible, uh, uh, responsible for helping to keep it going, was the was the Byzantine, just like was the Byzantine Empire, also known as the Eastern Roman Empire. A lot, a lot of people think that the Roman Empire simply ceased to exist in the fifth uh, century, like after Rome fell. The Eastern portion of it survived another thousand years after that, um, and they were centered around like, um, like centered around the old city of Constantinople, which is say like Istanbul and, and Turkey. So, and you know, they were they were also Christian. They were. Admittedly, uh, Orthodox uh, as opposed to being uh, Catholic, 
but the relations were good enough between them that the the that the Baixing merchants were the ones who most who did most of the transactions of trade on Silk Road, like for Europe. But when the Ottoman that's so weird that um. Uh, apparently, I guess I did learn something in school because right as you went, like it, the exact moment you brought up the Byzantine Empire, I was like, "Oh, Constantinople," yes. yeah. and and you you have confirmed my my thoughts. <laughs> so uh, uh, apparently, I am I am a historian as well. <laughs> uh, well, the empire finally fell to the Ottoman Turks in 1453, which uh, sort of closed the Silk Road. So that gave impetus for Europeans to think about because people. Most people knew the world was round in those days. It's a popular misconception that it's a popular misconception that everybody thought the view of the world was flat. But most people knew it wasn't. Um, what well, was that? That thought is coming back in modern ages for yes, some it's reason. Scary, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I will not bring up anything else. That is all. We're, so most people, most people, so most people believe the world was round. Where they made their mistake, Columbus, Columbus himself included, was they thought the world was a lot smaller than it actually was. So the Europeans started to think maybe they could get to Asia by sailing. So the Portuguese started doing this first, the, the first of the 1400s, like another famous uh, leader, like Prince Henry the Navigator. They started doing, they started right. doing expeditions down the coast of Africa, um, and eventually, like the, uh, so eventually, like so eventually in 1488, um, they were able to reach the Cape of Good Hope, which is the southern tip of, um, of uh, like of Africa. So a few years after that, in 14 uh, of as a few, like so a few years after that, um, in 1490, like 1497, uh, 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 Vasco, like Vasco da Gama was able to reach India. So that opened up to Portugal. Uh, they were the first nation to actually have the sea route access to, to Asia. So they, so for 100 years, Portugal was one of the most powerful nations in Europe, in Europe because of that. Uh, huh. And but eventually, but eventually, but eventually, they got surpassed by nations like England, France, Spain, because Portugal is a small nation. They have a small population. So even though, like, even though they got rich, they weren't able to stand up a competition like the other European nations once they actually started getting into the game like big time. So, um, yeah. So this also this also motivated motivated uh, Columbus Columbus to want to try to get to Asia a different way by going west because he thought the world was a lot smaller than it actually was. Um, but uh, um, and so and so France started and so France started exploring it. Like France started to, so France things started so France things started France things started they started exploring America. Uh, you had the, the the conquest of the New World by the by the Spanish. The the first uh, Magellan made the first around the world trip around the world in the fifteen twenties. So that's so so this is all the framework that the game operates in because this is pretty much what we're doing in this game. You are a trader, uh, well primarily a trader. You don't have to be a trader, but you're recommended to be a trader at least some of the game. Uh, sailing for the flag. Of, uh, sailing for the nation of Portugal, trying to do uh, exploration and uh, exploration and make a lot of money. Can we talk about Leif Erikson now? Leif Erikson was actually. <laughs> oh, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> well, we've we've been sitting here talking about history and not the game, Greg. Let's not let's not add it anymore. Well, since you brought it up, I, if I want to say real quick, Europeans at that time didn't uh, Europeans at that time did not know about Leif. Uh, we uh, Leif Leif expeditions Leif's trips to North America really become. Uh, common knowledge until about the last century, uh, because they right. But also, wasn't there also like another? Was it like a Chinese traveler or something? They, like they also came in contact with uh, North America. There are rumors. There are, well. there are rumors about that. Uh, China. China yeah. also had its exploration period during the 14th uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, during the 15th century. Um, 
and they also and they and they also heavily explored Asia and Africa. There are rumors they reached North America. Nothing's ever been confirmed. Um, uh, if any hard proof is ever found, that would be that uh, that would turn on history on its side for sure. But I think one of my one of my or one of the mo- most interesting points in history for me is the um, contact with the British to the the Japanese. Mm. I, I think that was one of my uh, one of the more interesting parts of history, at least for me. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because Japan for a long time was closed off. The only, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they only had one port, Nagasaki, which allowed the, the which allowed trade with Europeans, and that's actually reflected in the game. Um. So, uh, because right, and all, and also they they brought things like firearms and whatnot. Exactly. Right. So. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, just 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 quickly, one last thing. Um, um, you can you can kind of you can play a game that's actually in that era, um, Way of the Samurai Four. Uh, I think I, I I really love that game because it's it's in that era where the the British are um, you know in important parts and they're they're in Japan and you know there's a there's a cultural exchange and whatnot going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But um, uh, so yeah, so that's the framework like behind the games. Uh, so. Um, in the original, like the original Uncharted Waters, uh, this game, uh, uh, this game is the first in the series, this is in the series, in the series, like this came out in 1990. Uh, it was originally developed, it was, like, originally developed, like, for the, like, for the PC, uh, the PC, like, the MSX computer. Uh, it got, yes. um, it got an NES port in 1991, and that's the version I played, I, I played mostly over the years. Uh, I actually, I actually did not play the Super NES version for a version for a version for the first time, and, uh, for the first time until about, like, two years ago, so... Uh, the end, the, the end version of the game is where I cut my teeth on uh, on most of it because I I to because I to because, because I went to the game as a kid and like fell in love with it. Um, I can't imagine how rough that game is now on the NES it's, or NES. Um, it's sorry. not bad. It plays it plays very similar. Let me just let me just finish up like real quick here. Uh, oh, so it's really rough. Uh, the Super NES the, 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 the Super NES Genesis also got the um uh, also reported the game like all the, but the um. Uh, oh. Ports of Game uh, the oh. main dif- the main difference is the main difference between the NES version and the 60-bit versions is that the like that the NES version, um, like you know, how, like you know how in this game the Super NES version the map scrolls. You have like you know when you're on the ship. Oh wait, I'm sorry, it doesn't scroll. Um, uh, the first game, right. no, it does yeah. not. It does not scroll. Uh, the, the, it uh, changes yeah. screens every time you move the, off. The transitions, the transitions, the transitions for that are a little bit are, are a little bit clunkier and slower in the NES version of the game. That is so confusing <laughs> when I played that. I had I had a lot of trouble playing the first game. The second game, yeah. I was I was doing work. I was I was making right. money and and getting my my ship into storms. We'll talk about that. Yes. Later. Uh, oh, uh, there was also there was also apparently a Macintosh version of the game too, which I didn't use. Uh, yeah, oh, really? So, um, huh. So okay. So, um, so uh, yeah. So Koai Koai has a history of um, uh, well, actually. Um, Koai did this. A lot of other companies did this. Also, Tecmo did it also with some of their games. The Super NES, the Super NES port of the game is just simply a very slight, a, a very slight enhancement over the original, uh, the, like the like the original NES version. Uh, most of the time, those ports only the, the most of the time those ports were those ports are very bearable, and all the all idea was just simply just improve the graphics, the music, and, uh, the music call it a day. And Uncharted Waters is the same way, really, like really pretty much. Um, the, like I said, the transitions, the transitions. The transitions are low time are a little bit faster than Super NES version because the extra memory of them like involved. Um, yes. There's a few extra there's a few extra control options uh, options available to the player uh, because the Super NES controller has more buttons on it, obviously. So, 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot more yeah. buttons. So, uh, yeah. So, but yeah. So besides that, I mean, the NES version of the game was big, but like like it was big by the end of the day. It was a five megabit cartridge. Uh, so that was a pretty big cartridge, like the system. So how big was it? Uh, like five megabits. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, considering that there's eight bits in a byte, that's almost uh, that's that's somewhat close to a megabyte yeah. cartridge. Huh. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So Uncharted Waters, uh, you were uh, Uncharted Waters, uh, but you were playing the role of, of Leon Franco, uh, of the Franco family, who used to be a very prosperous family in Portugal. Uh, but your father was lost on one of the trips of uh, on one of the African trips uh, sponsored by Prince Henry the Navigator. And since then, your uh, uh, and since your family's like falling like a hard times, um, and you have the uh, so you're charged with the dream of, be, of, of going out there and making your family a fortune and restoring the family's good name, um, and being able to uh, get your family back in the good graces. Um, so, uh, um, so there is a so there like so like so, like so there is a there is a plot in the game, but the plot's very basic and it's not really real to you until later on in the game. Uh, the first no. half of the game, you're just the first half of the game, you're just pretty much doing what you want to do, basically. Uh, you're just kind of like sailing around the world, doing trading, exploring, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, you gain like you gain fame uh, by doing uh, uh, by both like doing trading or trade making money, and also by uh, and also by allying with ports. You can ally with ports and bring them over to port that was influenced by like investing money, uh, investing money in them. So. Uh, eventually, eventually, when your fame gets good enough, uh, the king of Portugal will give you uh, quests, and if you do those quests for him. You also, you also, you also continue to increase your fame. Uh, the quests, the quests, the quests of this game are more, are like more basic. They're like things like, uh, you know, you, you know, like go bring me this amount of goods from this port. Uh, go find me this um, uh, uh, this item. Like go defeat this pirate. That kind of stuff. Eventually, you find out that the princess uh, has been kidnapped. So the ultimate goal of the game is to go rescue her. And once you do that, uh, you're able to marry her, and that wins the game. Sorry, the princess is in another castle. Another, another country, you mean, in this case. Like, uh, uh, halfway around... I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, halfway around the world, usually. <laughs> um, I had a lot of trouble playing the first game here. It is a bit rough by today's standards. I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, for, like, for, like, when it came out, it was amazing. Um, I think the biggest problem is the whole... There's no scrolling when you're you're mm, sailing. Yeah. So if you're out to sea and you see no land, I, and, unless I couldn't figure out how to open up a map. Is there a map you can open up? There's no map in game, but both... Uh, <laughs> oh, but both, okay, I but figured. I was going to talk about this. Both Uncharted Waters and New Horizons came with great manuals. They also came with, like, the maps. They also... Uh, uh, both game. But the thing is, in New Horizons, they give you a map. They do, but, but, but yeah, both games... Yeah. yeah, both games came with a map. Um... Geography knowledge helps in these games, but it's not critical because it's like there are there are some that there are there, well. Let me back up. The first game, the first game, the first game especially, but uh, um, uh, uh, but also so New Horizons. Geography is not quite accurate in this game. Uh, they're that's fine. I mean, like you know, uh, the land masses. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, the land masses are all the land masses like all like all like all they're supposed to be. The coastlines are, are fairly accurate. The biggest the big, the biggest problem is ports. Uh, the ports are not where they're supposed to be by uh, uh, latitude, longitude wise. So if you're using a real map to, the, to help you with this game, as opposed to the map that, that the map that came of the game, you could be thrown up. A I don't bit. know why you would want to do that. Well, though. it's useful. I used a real map playing the game as a kid because I didn't have the the, the map huh. because it's like it was a rental, of course, so they didn't include that. 
Um, right. But I mean, it's good enough to help you figure out where where things are. Um, but but just but but just but just a warning: the ports in the, the ports in the game are not do not match up at all with like real life. Uh, like in many cases. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, for example, Europe's Europe, like Europe's definitely a bit off. Uh, Portugal and Spain and France all, uh, like all look a bit wonky in the game as far as their graphical depictions depictions are. So. Uh, they fixed some of that with New Horizons, at least. New Horizons, New Horizons is not quite as bad geography-wise as uh, uh, Waters is. So it can, so it can make navigating around the, so it can make navigating like around the game like a bit, bit difficult. And I'm trying to remember. Right, but it, 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 when when I first played the, I <laughs> I had trouble finding land and ports, and I ended up actually dying because I didn't have any food or yep, water. Yep, yeah. Um, and that's a problem, like because of this there's no scrolling and you know if you're out to sea you're you're totally screwed because you you can't find land easily yeah, yeah. um compared to new horizons where you know if 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 anything you just pull up the map and be like oh well i see land all the way to the east there i'll just you know i'll just go and, and restock or whatever new know? horizons also yeah new horizons also gave you the option to, 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 to the option to want to like use the auto sail command uh, once you once you know how to get to a port. You know, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about yeah, that. That helps a lot. Ah, <laughs> I should have used that. Uh, you, I went. I I had to go from um, somewhere in the Americas all the way back to like Alexandria, yeah. and I was like manually navigating. Oh, what am is I doing? I forgot about that. Is that the most, yeah, the computer the computer the computer does not chart the fast route for you, but it is but it, but it, but it is but it does chart your route safely. So it's good yeah. enough. Uncharted Waters could have Uncharted Waters does not have that. Uncharted would have benefited from it. Uncharted Waters is one of those games that feels like it is almost a one-to-one, like, port because it 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 feels so much like a computer game. Well, yeah. Whereas New Horizons definitely feels like a, um, made more for the console. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. Yep. It was. That's true. There are reasons for that. Just like we'll get into. So, um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, they were, like I said, the Super NES version of Uncharted Waters, like all they do is just, like touch up the graphics, the graphics, and the music, and, 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 and the music, and whatnot, and add in a couple of, like extra features. I felt so. so. Yeah. Um, I felt like that was the Uncharted case. Uncharted Waters only has three nations available. Of the, of the shown in the game: Portugal, Spain, uh, 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 Portugal, Spain, the Ottoman Empire. Um, it takes place. It, it uh, the game, uh, the game starts. The, the game starts in 1502. You do have a time limit in this game, with a time limit in both games actually, but the time limit's like pretty generous. The time limit, the time limit, the time limit, the time limit, the time is twenty years. So if you haven't like, so like regardless, so regardless if you beat the game or not, the game will end up twenty years of play. It reminds me of that game. Um, I think this is another Koei game. Um, what is it? Inendo? The the the. Oh yes, yep, yep, yeah. Ancient Japan. Yeah, that's game. a good game. What that's actually points? that's actually another game I yeah, want to play. That's a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, also, you, also, your, also, your fleet in the, your fleet in this game is limited to five ships. Um, but the basic, but the basic gameplay that the whole franchise uses, by uh, uses, uses pretty well established in this game. Uh, you're pretty much free to do what you want to. Um, um, uh, like you can, uh, you can explore the world. Uh, you can, uh, like you do trading. You can be a pirate, a pirate if you want to, like attack, like a, uh, uh, like attack other nations, uh, uh, merchant ships. Um, there's I love these games that give you like freedom oh, yeah, to do too. do yep. as you please. It gives you a world and says, "Hey, you could do what you like." So, you, you know, like you said you can be a pirate if you want. You can, you right. know, attack ships and, and take their cargo or whatnot. Right. 
or you could, you know, you could be a traitor and stuff like that. For some reason, every time I play games like this, whether it's um, New Horizons or if it's like Elite Dangerous or whatever, for some reason, I always find myself hauling cargo back and <laughs> forth and making a bunch of money off of that. Well, it doesn't really matter what the game is. Like the game allows you to do that. That's a good way to be able, to, like, just simply just to just to just, just right, make but money. Because what I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying is, like, I found a common trend in how I like to play these games, <laughs> and apparently, it's just hauling cargo back and forth to make money. Well, early in the game, that's really early in the game. That's really the only way you can make money. You're not strong enough. The strong, the strong enough, strong to do anything else. So kind of you. Yeah. I mean, like you know, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you definitely want to develop like a three point, like three point trade route early on because um, if you, I, because if you keep because if you keep visiting a port too often and you keep selling the same good over and over again, it uh, um, it kills the price. So by having like a three like a three city trade route, yeah. Uh, uh, when you get enough money and you get a better ship and you have a decent yeah. crew, you're 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 gonna you're gonna find yourself going um, getting to the point where. All right, I bought this commodity from this port. All right, well, let's see where that goes. Okay, well now there's a there's a special commodity yeah. here. All right, this goes all the way over there, and you're just going all yeah. over the place. You also yeah. You also have to unlock a, a lot of a lot of port special a lot of port special commodities by like investing them first. Um, and when then once you do that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah for example, uh, uh, for example, like another trade route, the trade route that makes you a lot of money to help you to help you earn the game is the first time when you get ships good enough, good enough to sail the Atlantic Ocean, flaring uh, to the New World. Uh, if you bring a load of a load of, a load of sugar, which is, uh, sugar which is Lisbon special good to Santo Domingo, and can invest fully in the port. Um, I'm sorry, the market there. When you come back next time, that. They now have the ability to sell coral, and coral can coral you can sell for great money back at, uh, back in Europe. So it's like a great way to be able to make to, to make money by running the game. Uh, right. But yeah, uh, you also you also have to you also have to hire mates, uh, first officers to run your ships, um, and you as well as them uh, also gain experience uh, as you go about uh, sailing the world. The more time you spend, uh, the more time you spend uh, uh, um, on the sea without touching land, uh, the more experience you gain, basically. I haven't seen like how that really affects you. Like I, like I know stuff like navigation and whatever levels up, but I, I haven't seen anything that's um, clear enough to show like if that actually really it matters. Does, yeah, it does matter a lot. Uh, high seamanship okay. and navigation ratings allow you to be able to sail faster. They allow you to be able to sail. Oh, okay. Uh, they allow you to be able to sail better, like in rough weather. Uh, they decrease the chance of disasters of disasters, of disasters happening happening to your ships. Uh, they also hmm. uh, they also um, uh, they also uh, they also they also like allow you to be able to uh, to be able to what's the word I'm trying to look here? Uh, they can they can uh, they can also uh, they can also command the ships that are in battle. Uh, they also do better like in battle situations. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right. Uh, and yeah, uh, you also you. You have the freedom to be able to, so you have the freedom to be able to customize your ship quite a bit, um, because you, uh, because you either can buy new ships or if you, or if you have enough money, you can also you can also point point up the cash to to like to order a new ship, um, and you can also have the ship remodeled if you want to, so you can have like, uh, because 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 space the available space on a ship is 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 either divided between uh, cargo, goods, or guns. And during the game, if you're a peaceful trader, you just want to have as as, as max cargo as you can. And I think you mean cargo, crew, and guns. Yeah, sorry, cargo. Yeah, 
cargo and goods are yeah thing. yeah cargo crew and guns so <laughs> early in the game, so early yes. game you want to have minimum crew and maximum like a maximum cargo space uh to, essentially yeah. yes and then like, later on in the game when you have warships uh you can change that over to like uh, our, you can change that over like a real powerhouse uh powerhouse powerhouse battleship uh there's uh in this in this first game can you do the thing like in new horizons where you could build up a fleet if you have enough money to buy extra yep. boats yep, yep. Okay. Super New Horizons, uh, Horizons has an ultimate ship for that too. Uh, there's a ship called the Taikojin, uh, which is only available in Japan. It is an, uh, uh, like it's an iron ship. Um, you, Ooh. Uh, you have to invest. You have to invest a lot of money, uh, a lot of money to port in, Sh- in Shanghai. Uh, sorry, uh, in Nagasaki to be able to unlock it. And it takes. I'm sure it's worth it. It though. is worth it. It's, it's like it's awesome. That's awesome fighting ship. It's the best ship in the game as far as like uh, as far as the crime I goes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this game's uh, so yeah. These games are a lot of secrets. That secrets. It's one of the best things about the games. It's like you know, the game gives you the framework to understand how to play it and uh, like what to do. But then, then, then it's like here, uh, go have fun because it's like there's tons of things you can do in the game. As uh, you were talking about, the there's, tons of, there's tons, of, you know, tons of things you can find. Uh, people, you know, people even now are still are, uh, in the fan groups of these games are still, are, are still, are still talking about uh, how to you know how to find hidden mates, how to be able. To, you know how to make money quick, um, what the best what the best trade routes are, that kind of stuff. So there's so, so like, like there's a ton of replay value, um, for like these games. There's like numerous ways numerous ways to go about doing your stuff and like going around the world and you know what have you. Right. So um, yeah, uh, this being so this being a so this being just like this being just a Super NES pretty to port of the NES version of the game. The graphics of this game are pretty basic, the basically 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 Super NES standards. I mean, they look fine, but they're simply like you know it's like there's you know it's like they're simple. You know, it's an early Super NES game as far as graphics go, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, like I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, like they look nice. Um, there's you know you know players. So it's like you know like very basic. Uh, music, uh, 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 the, the music in the game also is pretty good, I think. Um, I think uh, New Horizons has a better soundtrack, but uh, but Uncharted Water's soundtrack is very fitting for the game. There's a lot of like very like you know sea songs, exploring songs, uh, that kind of stuff. Is a, um, it's very fitting like for the game. So yeah, I, 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 I there's nothing <laughs> I can say that goes against that. I'm sorry. Uh, the game also has a battery pack. Thank God for that. Uh, um, uh, well, the, well, unless you're emulating it, then you don't have to worry. About well, that. the NES version of the game had a battery pack too, also. So, I mean, Koi always did that with their games. Uh, uh, yeah. um, you know, their games always had batteries in them. So, I couldn't imagine what kind of password oh, you would need to save your progress. <laughs> you'd be you you'd still be putting it in. <laughs> like Ooh, like yeah. it would be 2018. You'd still be putting it in from like the 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 late 80s. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one other thing I could say about the game, real quick, and this is also present to present to present in New Horizons too. Uh, ports are available two different sizes. Uh, there are proper towns towns available, but they're also but they're also what's called supply ports. Um, the towns are the, the towns are the towns are full scale service towns where you do things like uh, there's a shipbuilder, there's a marketplace, there's a there's an inn. Uh, that kind of stuff. The supply port, the supply port, like all it is is just supplies. Like all you can do there is just something like you know, like buy timber uh, to like timber, uh, uh, um, uh, food and water, and that's it. So, uh, but right. supply ports, supply ports can be very critical of how we can make those like long trips, uh, because like uh, uh you know, 
Um, so it just you have to so you have to understand like what the like so you have to like so you have to remember like where the like where the actual real ports in the game are quote unquote as opposed to the spy ports to do your uh, like you're trading uh, you're trading your trips at so um, the uh, the graphical effects in the game as far as like um, as far as like you know the changing of the days uh, the, the days and whatnot's nice um, you know I do like that um, drums uh, 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 you know drums happen. So drawers happen, that kind of stuff. The thing, the thing I like about sailing in the first game compared to New Horizons is that every time you turn, uh, you change course. Yep. You, uh, you have to confirm it. So if you move, um, it's it stops. It like pauses time, and it it blinks your ship until you and it waits until you hit like A or whatever to confirm that you want to go that direction, which is really cool because you know if you need to you can stop yourself and think like which way do i need to go or correct yourself if you're about to go into an area you don't want to go to whereas in new horizons it's always constant if you want to well uh pause moving you would have to open up like the menu well there actually actually there's a different button that you can hit to make sure for that what button is that uh i think it's the i try to remember i think it's the i think it's the x button one of the buttons on the controller does bring up that pause screen, quote unquote, where you can like, well, like brings up the cursor and you can move the cursor around and check out ships. Right, but uh, I'm talking about when you want to change direction. Well, well, we, well, well, you can also use that to change direction too. I think. I think you can also change directions. Like, can you? I didn't see. I think so. I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, but yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. But they. Uh, yeah. Uh, but. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that uh, that that holdover, that hover, that hover, that hover, that holdover, like the NES version of the game, where like the game, uh, the game, the, the game apps made up of screens. That is a bit rough uh, because it can be very hard to very yeah, rough. But it's hard to find land once you lose yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I still, I still, I still like this game a lot today. Um, I don't, um, I don't think this game is worth. Um, you know, I would recommend this game to, to, to play unless you're like a big fan of the series, uh, because I think New Horizons surpasses it in so many, like so many ways. But I, yeah. but, I, uh, but I do think I should. But I, but I should, but I do I do think I should Waters is still playable today. I, I think the core game, the core game, and the game itself is still like, but still fine as long as you understand the rough spots. I feel like it'd be very difficult to to play it in this modern era because of how how rough everything is yeah i guess i yeah i guess it also depends about your patience um also uh, definitely new horizons is is much easier to get oh, into yes, considering absolutely. that so. i i only started playing this I'll say like at least a month ago yeah, yeah so so like uh, that that was very easy to wrap my head around <laughs> how everything worked yeah. compared to uncharted waters where if it, it, it i don't want to say it felt like a prototype but it felt like you know it felt like super early well, New Horizons does does what a sequel should do. Uh, it, it takes upon the core, um, yeah. you know, it takes the core form of the original game, but expands upon it. So, right. But uh, yeah, I actually missed New Horizons back when it came out. Uh, I don't know how I missed it because I missed it because I was a bit, missed it because, missed it because I was a fan of Koi already at that point. But um, I just never played the game like until I got into college and started. I uh, 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 you know, college, college, like in the mid '90s, and started like emulating stuff, and that's how I found the game. Um, so I kicked myself for missing the game when the Blade first came out, but I made up for it in playtime since then for sure, but, <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So New Horizons is a pseudo sequel, I guess. Um, uh, uh, we'll get into that. Why I call it that here, like in a moment. Um, the game originally came out uh, simultaneously for the for the Super NES, the Sega, uh, the, the Super NES, uh, Sega Genesis, um, the PC, and also in Japan, the NEC PC ninety eight. Um, in 1994, uh, and those are the main versions of the game. The Super NES Genesis, the two Super NES Genesis, and PC versions got ported in the West. Uh, the game also got ported, uh, ported, ported later on in Japan only uh, to the PlayStation and Sega Saturn in 1996. Uh, the main differences, the main differences with those versions, like they added in some FMV cutscenes, and they also, like they also like tweak the controllers. Sorry, tweak the controls to better use the the, the PlayStation the the, uh, the 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 PlayStation and Sega Saturn controllers. I didn't know it was released for the Saturn. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I think I, I I think we talked about this in the like the pad podcast, but it, but back at the back at that time period, 95-96, when people weren't sure which console was going to come out on top, a lot of a lot of developers were making games simultaneously with like both systems. Until they learned that Saturn was not worth yep. it, and then, well, well, that's just I, I, I wonder what a wor- what the world would be like if the Sega Saturn somehow rise to the top. I wonder, I wonder what video games would be like. Ah, uh, you'd be very different. <laughs> probably. Well, I wonder if Sega would still like be doing consoles. Yes, probably, exactly. I think so. Folks. I wonder if like the Dreamcast would have been more of a success. Yep. I think all that's uh, like safe to say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and yeah, and Koi supported the Saturn quite a lot. Uh, a lot of the early games were these simultaneously playing both systems. They were like a big supporter of the Saturn, like initially. But the Saturn, um, yeah, but the Saturn did do better in Japan anyway. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, this game, this game, this game, this game did get uh, re-released. Uh, this game did get released in the Virtual Console. Uh, it originally came out in Japan and North America, uh, like Wii Virtual Console, in, in 2009, and later on, uh, they, uh, then later on, 2013, 2014, they ported over, um, o- over to the Wii U Virtual Console, and for the first time, uh, in Europe, because both Uncharted Waters and New Horizons never came out in PAL land. Uh, the Virtual Console release, uh, for the game on the Wii U was the first time the Europeans got to play the game legally. That's weird. Well, Koi didn't really... It's like a it's like a Final Fantasy situation. He more is a Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, to to boost the level. Uh, because the, because Europeans started getting Final Fantasy games. Uh, in fact, um, uh, you were starting to you were starting to Final Fantasy. You to starting to have seven. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah Koi just didn't support Europe for a long uh, um, you know, for the longest time. Um, that that sucks. Well, they were not the only company to do that, unfortunately. So, yeah, power games, yeah. power games, power games got screwed in a lot of ways, unfortunately. So, but uh, <laughs> so uh, this game, this game, the, the game plays basically the same as Uncharted Waters, except there's like a lot of differences. Um, except it's better, <laughs> right? Well, Koai was guilty. Well, Koai was guilty about doing this. Uh, uh, was guilty about doing this like other games. Uh, their sequels to games would, would, would often, would often many times just, uh, uh, be simply, be simply like very small, lukewarm changes to the original game, where there really wasn't too much added to, like, added to the sequel. Um, uh, Supersonic, uh, uh um, sorry, uh, Aerobiz Supersonic is a sequel to, uh, uh, uh like, a sequel to Aerobiz. Genghis Khan 2 for Super NES is a sequel to Genghis Khan, like, for the NES. Um, 
you also have Koei is really good even in this era they're very good at taking the game before um learning from it and then tweaking it and and adding to right. it learning what what works and what doesn't work and and creates you know like kind of like the best thing possible right yeah um like i said they've been they even do it in this in this era um because you can you can take a look at um even the games that they put out on like ps2 and whatnot and then take a look at you know the next generation after that and see what kind of games they put out it's like wow yeah like the, the like holy crap these are so much better but they're still similar in a way it's just that they really learned what they were doing exactly so no. yeah some of the some of the sequels koi really didn't do very much like that sequel to add, to add on to add on to add on new stuff but yeah. but new horizons they did add on like quite a lot of stuff uh oh they certainly did and they made a lot of tweaks exactly so the yeah. biggest, the, the, uh, um, uh, uh, the big, the biggest change, like, is in the plot because in this game you actually have six storylines that you pick from, um, as opposed to like one, like the original game. So, and that's you know that's awesome. Like, you know, I love the fact that this game does that because, because even though each game has, um, because even though each game has the same map you're sailing on and the same, um, you know, the same overarching main plot, uh, yeah. each of the, each of the six scenarios is different enough that they all have different like replay values. So it's uh, so the, the, difference, the difference is big enough, big enough, big enough that you can, big enough that you can replay the game six times. Uh, like, right, but they also like start you out differently. You they know? do. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. One, one, one starts you off as like combat oriented. Exa you yep, know? Exactly. So. So. Uh, the main scenario, the scenario I recommend for anybody starting off at the first time of the game, uh, 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 like a direct sequel, like uh, it, it also works, also works as a direct sequel to Uncharted Waters. Uh, you could play as Jao Frankel in one of the scenarios, who's the son of Leon, like the first game. So, um, and uh, you actually get, you actually, uh, your father actually is the one who you have to talk to and uh, talk to in port, uh, port to get your missions from. And uh, and you also get the same first mate uh, that you also, uh, you, know, you also would use Uncharted Waters uh, with you in that, um, you know, like that game too. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, like cool. So, uh, and, 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 uh, and the story, and the story does connect. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, in Franco's storyline, you also you also get to find out what happened to your grandfather, uh, because remember, uh, uh, because, because remember from the opening cutscene in Treader Waters, uh, the reason the, the reason the Franco's family for fortune decline was because that your father got was lost was lost on one of the show one of, was lost to one of the Afri to one of his African trips. He, he, if you play a Jao, you actually get to find your grandfather. So that's like pretty cool. So, oh wow. Uh, so it's so it's like so. The uh, Jao storyline has the has the most connection, like the original game. Um, uh, but then, um, you know, but the storylines, the, 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 the storylines, the characters, the characters, the characters that play over play over the New Horizons are, are, are um, they are very well developed. Also, uh, Jao is a balanced guy, which I recommend uh, start um, you know playing him, playing him, playing like a newbie to the game because he can do anything like like very well. Uh, he's a good trader. He does good combat. He does good exploring. He he, he does good sailing. That kind of stuff. So. Uh, your mission in the game is given to you by, by, by your father is to find out the secrets, the secrets, the secrets of the continent, the secrets of the continent, uh, oh, like Volantis. So you do the same things in this game to get your fame and fortune that you would with um, you know, the Land Treader Waters. You have to like, uh, uh, but you explore, you trade, um, you gain knowledge, that kind of stuff, and, and slowly, 
And it, and this is one of those games. This is one of the games like the main plot slowly develops uh, like the game goes on. When you when you reach certain thresholds in the game or, or go to certain ports for, for, for ports for the first time, you'll do what's called a slow walk. Uh, you know, I always call it a slow walk, where it's like your character when he goes to the building will pause for a split second before like walking himself automatically somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah that crap. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like, you know, um, so the main plot slowly develops as you go through the game. So that's pretty cool. Like, I really like, like that. So, um, yep. we're, uh, so real quickly, we're, so real quickly, the other five scenarios that you play as, uh, Catalina is from Spain. Uh, she is a former Spanish naval officer turned pirate who wants to avenge the loss of her brother at sea. And she believes the Franco family, the Franco family was responsible for this. So there's some real humor, tongue in cheek stuff in this game. We play like either like Jao or, 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 or Jao or Catalina, where like they're chasing one another for most of the game. <laughs> uh, like all kinds of like you know hijacks and hilarity ensues and ensues that kind of stuff and whatnot. So um, because it's Jao, you are you are pursued by her relentlessly for <laughs> like most of the game. So uh, there's some real like humor in the game because of that. Uh, she's a very good uh, combat officer. Um, uh, uh, like very good sailor too, also. Uh, Otto is from England. He's a privateer sent by Henry VIII uh, to try to weaken the uh, weaken the Spanish um, uh, and defeat the Spanish Armada. So he's the best combat officer in the game, as far as like um, as far as like you know ship combat and uh, ship combat and doing goals. Uh, Ernest is a uh, uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, he is a cartographer. He wants to make a map of the entire world. So he's pretty good with like sailing, uh, like, uh, sailing, but also like exploring skills, also the highest in the game. Then you have uh, Petro, um, who's uh, uh, like uh, from Venice. Uh, well, Venice is called Italy, uh, like Italy in this game. It, Italy, Italy didn't exist as a country during, during this time period. It, uh, the, the, uh, uh, it was a combination, a combination of smaller city states. Venice was the most powerful of the uh, city states. So, so for specific reasons, uh, it just called Italy in this game. Um, he he inherits he inherits a huge debt from his father. So the first like, 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 like the first half of his scenario, you're just trying to trade and whatnot to get money to pay, uh, to get money to pay off uh, to get money to pay off like all your debtors because you are a lot of people buy a lot of money. <laughs> um, he's kind of the weakest as far as the skills go, so he's probably the hardest person the hard the hardest person the hardest person just gotta beat the game with. And then finally we have Owie, uh, 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 I think he's Turkish. He's a merchant. Uh, he wants to find his long-lost sister. So uh, he, Yeah, this is the character I started yeah, on. Uh, he, uh, his merchant his, his house skill is the highest in the game. So yes. So overall, so overall, the so overall the plot, the, the the main plot of the game is the same regardless regardless of the scenarios, and the map's the same. But like I said, you know, like uh, um, your adventures, how the your adventures, how the quest plays out, the people, the, uh, the people you, um, uh, the people, you, the people that you recruit, uh, the cities, the cities, the cities you have access to, that all changes from game to game. Uh, for example, for example, most scenarios you can't gain access to Japan. Uh, Nagasaki's closed off to you. You can't. Um, you can't even, you can't even find the port. Um, uh, um, really? Yeah, it's hidden. Um, in in most scenarios, you have to you have to reach a certain point in the main game before you're allowed to discover it. So that uh, so just to give so so just to give an example like one like a difference a difference uh, to, to, to difference between them. So this game starts in 1523. You have 30 years 30 years of 30 years to beat the 30 years to beat this game. Um, and your and the number of ships you can have in your command has been doubled to ten ships. 
It'll probably take me 30 years to play this game. Well, the main plot can be done in about like four or five years, like you know what you're doing. So. No, 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 I mean like real time. Oh. <laughs> like in, 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 in this world right. here. Right. It might take me 30 years to play through this game. Um, you still, so you still, like you still recruit, like recruit first mates to commander ships, but you can also recruit first mates to do other things too. You can also hire somebody to be your bookkeeper. Um, who allows you to be able to do better, uh, you know, just, who allows you to be able to save money and to be a better, uh, um, you know, trade, trade better. You can also, yeah. uh, you can also have a, um, uh, you can also have a photographer guy who's also, who helps boost your ability to be able to, uh, define stuff. Um, and I think there's somebody else you can also recruit also, uh, I don't remember what that third position is. No. Oh, well. Um, yeah. Anyway, <coughs> uh, like you recruit like, uh, a first mate's. Uh, like those positions, um, yeah. so yeah. Like I said, like I said, this game, this game, this, this game is essentially the same as Uncharted Waters. Just the uh, Uncharted Waters, just that they added so much, uh, 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 so much additional stuff. Um, with the with the naval combat in this game, uh, they also added in the ability. They also added. They also added in the ability to like like do ship duels. In both games, naval combats are decided in tactical, uh, in a tactical manner. But in New Horizons, you have the ability to be able to charge your ship at the enemy flagship, and if you, um, and if you come up next to the ship, you can board them, and then you engage in like paper rock scissors uh, 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 style combat, where it's like you have to like defeat them in a duel, and if you beat them, you're able to beat the whole fleet. So a great way of being able to beat a powerful fleet or in the game is just simply just charge a flagship and like take them out in one on one duel. Um, you can buy weapons and armor in this game to help you to help you with that. Uh, the, 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 the better weapon, uh, the better weapon your armor, uh, the, the 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 better your attack power and hit points. So the easier the duels go for you. Um, and uh, yeah, the duels operate like I said before, the paper rock scissor for scissor format. You can you like you like parry, defend, or slash uh, depending upon like what the, uh, the cards available to you and that kind of stuff. So uh, pretty cool. Um, there are also discoveries to make in this game. Uh, certain scenarios emphasize this more than other games, but every now and then. Um, you can find a, a village in the game, and if you land the village and spend and spend a certain amount of time exploring, uh, by giving the villagers food and whatnot to uh, uh, to, to, to increase their uh, affection to you, you eventually can find something there. And and you know the uh, the, the more valuable the discovery, the longer it takes, and the more food you have to give, but also the more money you can get by selling it. So hmm. um, it, it's rambling. Uh, the, uh, the game randomly determines which discoveries are uh, like available in that game because it's like uh, because it draws upon a fixed pool uh, so no two games will have the same discoveries in them uh, you also uh, you also uh, uh, you also you also can assign people to uh, assign people uh, like a crew to different positions you can your position uh, if you can either have them have them as uh, combat uh, navigation or a um, um, uh, or lookout the more people we have on lookout, the the the, the, the easier the easier easier to find like new ports and uh, like discoveries. Um, right. The map scrolls. Thank God for that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and um, and as George mentioned earlier, there isn't a game map you can look at. Uh, the in-game map will show you areas you've already uh, uh, that you've already explored. It also shows your position as blinking dot. And if you have any knowledge of, like geography or if you use the map of the game, you can get a rough idea of, like where you need to go to. Yep. Uh, what are the changes? Uh, uh, there's uh, uh, like in both games, like in both games, you can play cards. Uh, but in Uncharted Waters, you can, but, 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 but Uncharted Waters, Uncharted Waters, like you can only play poker. In New Horizons, you can play both, uh, like both poker and blackjack. Oh, great! Because I don't know how to play poker. Poker's easy. Um, it's not really. Um, 
Um, you say it's easy, but I've had people show me and just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I'm just gonna play blackjack. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So uh, that's a good. So that's a good way to. Like that's a good way to. Like make money. Um. Oh. Yeah. Big, a big, a big change in this game. Uh, the, there's the night cycle. Uh, depending upon when you arrive in town, certain uh, certain buildings will be open. Uh, depending upon what time of day it is. Uh, the the yep. portions the portions of this game also are much bigger. Uh, they're actually like RPG like sized towns, uh, like New Horizons, compared to like the single screen stuff that they were like in Uncharted Waters. So and uh, and uh, what's important is also that uh, important important that it, like you arrive like like arrive at the town at night. Um, if you uh, uh, you can sneak into, it's like you can go to the merchant um, in, in most towns during certain hours of the night, which, uh, uh, between two and five o'clock in the morning, and he'll be open and just him selling special items that are only available for a time period. So that's like uh, that's I did not know really? that. Oh well, wow! Uh, the game gives you hints about that, but I, uh, 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 but it doesn't actually like, tell you like you know f- flat out about it. So. Right, that's weird. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yep, you can buy special items that uh, 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 special items that way. Um, the item bank, cool. The item, the items, the items available to this game is much is much larger. Uh, you can, uh, 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 I, uh, you can buy things like like uh, you, you you can buy things like um, like navigation aids to help you be able to figure out where you are on the map. Uh, you could buy balm to help ward off storms. Um, you could buy uh, um, li- lime juice to prevent scurvy. You could buy cats uh, hmm. to to be able to hunt rats to keep them from eating all your food, um, that kind of stuff. So pretty cool. You can also buy uh, you can also buy and you can also find a jewelry which you can also give to the waitresses in the game to give you tips. Uh, if you um, if you put up a waitress a waitress in the inn enough, uh, she'll give you like you know like rumors like you know oh 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 this guy's at this port. Uh, this fleet's going to this port, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, yeah. it's so it's, 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 it's very helpful to be able to to do that. Um, also, night comes at also advantage. Night comes into play uh, a second um, in, in a second way in the game. Also, if you're hostile to one of the nations of the game, uh, the nations of the game have been expanded. There's now available in this game six nations. There's Portugal, Spain, uh, England, the Dutch, uh, Turkey, and uh, like Italy. If you're hostile to a nation, they'll blockade the ports, so you can't trade in their ports. Um, however, however, you can sneak into the port that you try to land in there like at night. Huh. So the flex allows you to be able to go in there like and trade. Um, so like, um, uh, what else? Uh, they added, oh, they added, the, uh, they added, the, they added, they added so many extra stuff like this game. Um, the map's a bit better. The map's a bit accurate in this game, like compared to like Uncharted Waters. Some of the ports are still in the wrong, um, you know, some of the ports are still in the wrong locations, but it's not like it's quite as uh, oh, grievous. Well. So, but they, um, so others, so, so, like other changes of the game. Um, uh, the graphics are better. Uh, the graphics certainly, um, oh, certainly, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're very pleasing graphics. I mean, they're simple graphics, but they're also pleasing in a way. I think that makes sense. Uh, yes. Uh, the soundtrack, the, the, the soundtrack in this game, though, I love it. Um, you know, I, th- I, mean, I, th- I mean, I think this game has a great soundtrack. Um, oh yeah, uh, certainly, and also like it depends on what you're doing or exactly yeah. where you are. Yeah. Is there's there's so much music, and I'm sure I haven't even heard all the tracks yet. Yeah. But you know, like it, the more you play, the 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 more of a um, the more of the different tracks you hear. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that yeah, that town music uh, that you hear in most of the towns that, that, that um you know that you hear that um you know the town music the town the town music the town music music that plays that like most European and African ports, uh, just that piano piece like it's like 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 so good. Oh, um, oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, this game this game is given um like you know how certain games get like a um, you get the Japanese orchestra treatment. Well, this game's one of them. Yes. Um. Mm. So I definitely recommend checking out the yes, I definitely recommend checking out the soundtrack like on YouTube. It's awesome. Uh, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, so, uh, um, you also have the, um, you also have the, uh, like, so, like, like, so, uh, like, so you also have the ability to be able to do a, uh, extra customization, like, uh, customization, like your ships. Uh, there's more options available to you in this game. You can have, for example, like, uh, figureheads, which will reduce the chances of storms, ha- uh, uh, the, 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 uh, like, storms hitting your ships. And different kinds of, you know, different kinds of guns, too. Uh, like, they will, you want to be able to you. Um, so, um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, a lot more mates available to you in this game to recruit. Uh, some of them, you know, some of them, you know, some of them you can't uh, find unless you do certain. Unless you satisfy, 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 satisfy certain, you know, certain conditions first. So, um, you can also you can also see you can also sign contracts with a with a photographer and also with a uh, adventurer to sponsor you. Where you can like you know sell your discoveries um, and your map knowledge to them, like to make like money and fame, which is like pretty cool. Uh, early in the game, that's a great way to uh, you're early in the game. That's a great way to be able to like make money. And there's, there's also like there's also like certain skills that you can also uh, purchase by do purchase purchase by going to certain towns by certain towns paying up uh, the money for them. And finally, there's also and finally finally there's also a fortune tower in most of the ports, um, but will give like hints of the game. Uh, like you like you uh, on paper fortunes, and she also give you like clues about you know clues. She also she also give you like clues about the main quest and how your and how your fame is that kind of stuff. So the the she's like pretty so she's like pretty handy in the game to use when I'm not sure about something. So yeah, there's a lot to do in this game. I mean, like you know, I think an average game, even um first the first time through, it can you can very easily put like you can very easily you can very easily put like 30, 40 hours in this game, like um like no problem. Yeah, I could see that. So, um, uh, so, uh, uh, so, uh, um, so what's, like, so what's, like, so, like, so I know you're, so I know you're late playing this game compared to, like, me, George. Um, you know, like, uh, I mean, I was one of, like, you know, I, uh, I was one of the ones, like, the ones who were, like, talking, um, talking the game for you. Uh, what are some of the things, you know, what are some of the, like, like, what are like, what are what are some of the things that you, Things, things that you were, the, you know, that you were, the, that you were, the, that you were enjoying, um, enjoying, um, enjoying, like as far as the game goes. Uh, I mean, well, I like how it's better than the first one. <laughs> um, the first one's very difficult to play, but it's really interesting how, um, they decided that you're not just going to play as one character. You have a choice of different characters and how. Um, how their strengths and weaknesses are all different and you know if there's something that you want to specifically jump into you can do so so you can start out with with combat or you know you can um, start with you know being a merchant and whatnot and you can you can still basically build those characters to do what you want but they already have they already have those skills and you know and working working for that is probably the best idea but um, it's nice to be able to explore around and and not get lost so easily. <laughs> um, 
but it's 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 really cool it definitely it, you definitely see that they put a lot of effort into this game because not every town or port or whatever is the same essentially and each nation basically has their own type of music for when you when you get to a port right. um so that's that's pretty cool and also like the idea of expanding your your expeditions out to like the other half of the world you know i just started getting into the americas um and that was really cool i got screwed over by a storm though and i and i lost a, a decent amount of progress mm, yeah so there's that but um, oh we gotta carry a bomb with you yeah yeah i actually haven't had any problems with pirates or anything yet so yeah most pirates will leave you alone i mean there are a few pirates that will chase you but most of the um but as long as you're hostile with the nation um um you know they're gonna piss them off uh most, yeah. uh, uh, most pirates will leave you alone so yeah i've been playing this for a while yeah. and i haven't seen much combat so right so yeah uh yeah yeah in certain in certain scenarios, like Catalina's and Catalina's auto scenarios emphasizes combat early in the game because it's part of the story plots. Um, but you have to give the guys combat's more important to later on in the game. Uh, after your skills, you after your skills, like like increase some. Right. Um. Oh. Oh. Uh, um. Uh, um. I also. Uh, um. I also. I also. I also would like forget to mention uh, the Super NES version of the game is particularly noted for having superior music uh, compared to other ports because their ports, their ports, their ports, ports, because they redid the music, the music in the game to, to take to, 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 to take full advantage like the sound chip. Um, advantage of that Sony hardware. Yep. So. <laughs> um. So. Um. Like so, because of that, like, 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 because of that the music sounds better in this version of the game. Like where the ports, um. So, right. Um. What is some? What are some? What are some weaknesses in rep spots? You notice? You notice? You notice? You notice that? That you notice? That you notice? That you notice? As far as the game goes. Um. That's kind of a hard one. This one definitely feels more refined and and um better crafted compared to the first game. So a lot of the problems I had are mostly just the first game. The second game, I can't really think of anything that bad. Um, it, th there are there are some spots where it's just like, it's not too good on, tell. It's not, it's not great with telling you certain things. Like, you know, um, I, I, I learned how to play this game with like going through the menus and whatnot like <laughs> yeah figuring figuring out like using the map and and doing the auto navigate and whatnot but you know if you put it if you put it down for a certain amount of time and come back to it like you're gonna forget that you can do some of this stuff or or you're gonna be doing things the hard way um again if you don't remember and it just some some things are just not easy to track in the game sure yeah like yeah. if you if you're given a mission from like royalty or something it's not super easy to track i the only thing the only way i think i i can think of uh being reminded of what you need to do is like going all the way back to the original person who gave you that mission and and asking you asking them what you need to do i think that's how you do it but it, 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 it's it's not not too not too many things that are wrong with this game though so right um yeah i mean yeah i mean like you know it definitely it, it definitely has some old game stuff to it and the fact that you know it can be a bit yeah. 
um, unobvious in some places as what you need to do. Um, and it is possible, and it's possible to be able to screw over the main storyline if you, um, if you like do things uh, wrong or out of sequence. Um, right. So, um, but you have to kind of go out of your way to break to break the, to break the game um, for like most of them. So, I mean, I mean, just don't. I mean, just don't. I mean, just don't, just don't, just don't attack your own nation's ships, and you're usually fine. <laughs> oh, of course. But, Honestly, just don't attack any ships unless you're, unless you're playing the combat-focused ones. But right, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So, um, uh, so like I mentioned earlier, this is a franchise that's been much more popular in Japan than it was in the West because because to be for a long time. Uh, this is the last game we got over here in the West. Uh, neither, um, neither, uh, um, like neither game so so particularly well. We'll cover that later on with the um, cover that later on, like uh, you know, like the eBay section. Um, it's definitely a call. Um, you know, um, um, it's definitely you're definitely series a series a series that has the um, that, that you you know has more of a call following. And if you look at can look at the reviews of the games like the first came out. Most 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 professional magazines just didn't get it. Um, they yeah. uh, they didn't they didn't really rank the games like very well for one reason or for one reason or another. Whereas, whereas by comparison, the comparison the, if you look at the Metacritic or the game FAQ scores, um, you know the games the games average around three to four stars. Um, so like uh, it's like most players at least uh, players at least like, players at least like, players at least like to get the games. So um because because um because of course um I think I mentioned this earlier but I mentioned it again. There's the, um, you, you, you either like you either love the game or hate the game. There's no middle ground with it. Uh, this is very this is a very niche, very unique game. And if you don't like uh, strategy simulation games at all, if you don't like certain certain aspects of the gameplay, um, if you um, you know you, you if, you, if you care nothing about history, like player geography, then you're probably not gonna get the game. Player not gonna like player not gonna like it. And that's cool. I mean, like, you know, like I said, this game is very Probably this game is more polarizing, I think, than uh, um, I, I think any other game I can think about because you know because that extreme, um, you know, because how niche, because how because how niche, niche and unique it is. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but that's just how I'd like to feel about it. I kind of like I I don't feel like this is a game that like either you hate it or like it or or love it. I should say. Like, I'm kind of... I, I certainly don't love the game, but I, I do like it. Sometimes it is a slog. But, um... You know, I, I there's not too, too many games like this out there. And sure, there, um, there is an increase of um, games like this, but there's nothing really specifically right. yeah. close to this. Yeah. So, it, it's still kind of a unique game yep. Yeah. yep and like i mentioned earlier uh the best comparison i can make of this the best comparison i can make of this game series like the game series like the pirates the pirates franchise because there are some things you're doing uh uh, uh like both games are the same um like you're like sailing around i've never played pirates really oh pirates is awesome yeah. Pirates, yeah yeah pirates yeah pirates like franchise the franchise i love um, i was i was interested in the um uh, they they like made a console specific version of it on like Xbox or whatever. Yeah. I was actually very interested in. Playing oh yeah, the that. remake. 
Yeah. Yeah, the remake of the games, they, they, they're very good. Uh, Pirates of the NES and Pirates Go for the Genesis are, um, you know, they, you know, are my preferred go-to versions like those games. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Pirates is great. Uh, Pirates in the game I played, right. um, I played a lot as a kid. The remake's very good also. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of similarities. Uh, similarities. I can't really, you can't really compare the, like, you can't really compare the intro to, um, the intro to Waters franchise, the franchise to any other franchise. But Pirates is the best match. Right. Um, is, but Pirates is the best possible match that one, could, you know, one can have. So, um, so there have been, there have been so. Like there have been three sequels uh, to this game, more released in Japan only, unfortunately. Um, they also uh, they also released in, uh, uh, they also released in later years a mobile phone version of um, of like New Horizons. Uh, but the proper sequels are called uh, Costa del Sol. That's the third game, 1996. Uh, that was for the PC, uh, the PC only. Uh, then they also released uh, the fourth game in the series was Portal Estado, which came. Uh, uh, which came in 2000, like for both, uh, like for like PC and for the uh, uh, the PlayStation. Um, yep, yeah, yeah, PlayStation. And then finally, there was a um, there was a uh, the fifth game, like Road to Zipang, which came out, uh, which came out in a uh, 2000, uh, 2000, 2014, and that's uh, um, um, and that's a free to play web browser game only, so. And all three of those games, as I mentioned before, have only come out in Japan. There have been efforts to translate the games in the past, but nothing, um, you know, nothing has been like uh, actually, actually, actually been finished uh, for those games. One game, uh, one game, however, there, one game, however, there, one game, however, that is available here in the West and it's actually like pretty good. Is Uncharted Waters, like Uncharted Waters, like Uncharted Waters Online, uh, which is the MM, uh, on which is the MO, which is the MMO uh, RPG, which is like free to play. Uh- is it still going still on? Still going on. Yep. Really? Yep. It came out. Yeah, yeah. They came out originally, originally in 2010. I played it a little bit. It's a fun game. I just don't play it a lot because, uh, a lot because of, like you know time. But <laughs> um, I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's free to play. Um, there, uh, you can play six different nations. There are, uh, there are, uh, there are, uh, there, there are, there are, there are single player quests you can do for each of those uh, characters. So it's not entirely multiplayer. Uh, like multiplayer required. Uh, the game, uh, the, the game focuses, the game focuses mostly upon like trading, like trading combat. Uh, those are the two main aspects of the game that they really like double down on, like the online game. So I feel like this might be a game we need to play together. Yeah, probably. Uh, it, it, <laughs> like it's also available on the PS3 and the PS4. Really? Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah, I played it last a couple years ago. Like I said, it's a fun game. I. I just, I just simply didn't have time to have, to have, right. to have time to invest in it because, uh, well, M- well, well, M- well, MMORPGs usually require like a lot of time. So, but uh, it depends on which one you're playing. True, but it yeah. Is, yeah. So, but so we have that game. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering when they're going to make the Uncharted Waters Dynasty Warriors crossover. That'd be fun. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, funny enough, I actually recently uh, I tweeted out to uh, Koei Tecmo, and I was like. Uh, when are, when are we getting the Super Tech Mobile Warriors game? <laughs> could you imagine? You, <laughs> I could see the story now. It's a football game gone wrong. <laughs> um, all the uh, all the enemy teams are just getting so violent. You have to you have to fend them off. <laughs> or maybe you're fighting the the crowd and all the maybe the uh, um, the giants and the 
the whomever. I don't know football. Oh, that's funny. The teams, the teams, the teams get together and they, they fight the fans <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's funny. I want that to be a game. I I would buy that even though I don't I don't like sports. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, um, curiously enough, however, uh, they also ported uh some of these you know some of these you know some of these other ports are kind of interesting. They also ported, for example, that they ported the the, the fourth game series uh to both the DS and the PSP. Over here? Uh, no, Japan only. But oh, okay. oh, that's a shame. Yeah, no, no, no. Unfortunately, like I said, uh, Uncharted Waters, Uncharted Waters her, uh, online is the first Uncharted Waters game we've gotten here in the West since License New Horizons. Right. So, just like in four, that's a shame. It is a shame. Unfortunately, unfortunately, because unfortunately, because this is a great franchise, I franchise, I think. But like I said, it just did. You know, it just for very, 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 very various reasons, it's, it's just done. It's just done. It's just done a lot better in Japan. Yeah. So. But also, like, back then, it was so much harder to find games like True. this. You know, if it wasn't, like, yeah. if it wasn't out there in the open, you know, it, it's hard to find information about video games that yeah. not everyone knows about. Yeah. But nowadays, even the obscure games are just like, oh, you're talking about this game again? <laughs> Stop it. You know? Right. Like, it, it, like these, a lot of these obscure games are now on, like, l- lists on YouTube or whatever games you didn't know about or whatever it's like well everybody knows about them now so <laughs> yeah you know. yeah and you also correct earlier like in paying this you know paying these games paying these games like it's a very like computer game because you know they were developed they, they were developed either originally or simultaneously like the pc so yeah um you know just with the just the reduced graphics the graphics and music and music the because pcs at that time were not as powerful as the consoles so but but uh, uh, uh but but yeah but yeah co-op games about Core games have, but they've always had a very like computer feel to them too because of that reason. But uh, um, there are a few, there are a few cheats and hidden things, uh, um, you know, a few available in both games. Um, for example, in the uh, Uncharted Waters, uh, to start the game, you can start the game. You randomly, uh, you rope your stats, um, and, and you can keep like you know push the button, push the button to re-rope your stats if you want to. Um, if you say that eventually, eighty times, uh, uh, times the stats will, uh, the, the stats will explode by two hundred percent. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, damn! So if you have the patience to sit there and say no, eighty times, <laughs> I I wouldn't. But hey, um, in New Horizons, uh, you can, um, uh, there's a way to be able to to get money uh, for free, like like in the game. Uh, right at the start of the game, uh, if you go to Venice and take the collect debt job from the Golden Venice and get the five gold ingots, deposit in a bank, then go back to Venice and say you failed the job. Uh, this, and then just keep doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Money for nothing, chicks for free. <laughs> you don't want to do this later on in the game after you have fame, of course, because it'll cause you fame. But right at the start of the game, right. before you have any, it's a good way to make money. Uh, you mentioned pirates earlier, George. If you enter, like you know the. But if you enter, but if you enter for any scenario in the game, uh, your name is being Blackbeard. Uh, it's two words. You never get attacked by pirates. Really? Yep. Huh? And also, like, and also, like, and also, uh, and, and also, uh, and also, when you engage ship battles, if you hold on the Y button on the speed, if you hold on the Y button, they speed the turn. Well, there you go. So. 
Uh, eBay. These games are these games are these games. These games are kind of pricey. Which is a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it is because, like I said, um, right now the Wii U Virtual Console is still available, but not for much longer. So once that goes away, uh, yeah, we were talking about this before we started recording, but like. I'm sure they'll be shutting down Wii U services soon enough. So right now, so, so, so right now, if you have a Wii U, you, a Wii U, you can still get the um, Wii Wii Wii, but like you still get Uncharted Waters uh, legally. But after that point, I'm sorry, New Horizons legally. But after that point, you have to emulate the, uh, you have to emulate both uh, both games uh, unless you unless you want to point up, you know, uh, you know, unless you want to point 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 up a cart. The cart price is not that bad actually. The um. Uh, um, it's um, it's CIB that really gets um, um, expensive. So, um, for both for, for, for both versions of the game, Uncharted Waters New Horizons, the game the game the game's found the game's findable on eBay. There's 47, 47 copies currently listed on the listed for, for for both for both games. With 23 copies that recently sold. Um, for Uncharted Waters, these prices include shipping. Cart only is sold anywhere from th- sold anywhere from thirty five dollars to fifty cents. Two four two dollars. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, CIB only two copies, uh, complete copies, which include the math I've sold recently. Uh, why? Why difference in price? Mostly because the uh, 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 most because the second quality of the game was a, was a much better physical, physical physical condition. Uh, uh, the CIB the CIB the CIB copies go so fifty six dollars and ninety eight dollars. Ah, <laughs> jeez. It gets worse. <laughs> uh, New Horizons. Uh, the cart, the the cart price is the cart price is a little bit more uh, varied. Carts, carts, carts are sold anywhere from twenty six dollars fifty cents to forty eight dollars and fifty cents. So, um, CIB, however, can range can range can range from fifty six dollars to hundred four dollars and fifty cents. Oh no! So yeah, it gets expensive. That's terrible. Uh, I think so. I think so. I think so. I think New Horizons New Horizons is like worth three dollars. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think the game's good enough. It's good enough. And then, like I said, six scenarios. So the replay value is... Uh, the replay value is definitely there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So final, so final thoughts. Uh, uh, I, I love this game. I, um, you know, I probably... You know, I probably... You know, I probably... I probably... You know, I probably... I probably five times to play... I probably five, five, five times to play it uh, like once a year. Um, it's a... It's a very unique, very like very varied game that really touches upon like multiple genres. Um, and, and if you have any kind of appreciation for strategy simulation games or, or exploration games or or open world games at all, uh, New Horizons is definitely worth checking out. Uh, like I said, Uncharted Waters is like a bit rougher. I think the game holds up holds up fine today, but it's probably not. Um, but New Horizons is, is, is definitely um, is, is, is definitely the better the better version of the game to play. So I definitely recommend like starting off with that one first. Yep. Anything else you want to say about it, George? Uh, nope. Good games. Play New Horizons. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully finish the game at some, um, for, for, for like at some point. I told you, give me about 30 years. Won't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> right, give uh, me 15 years. Okay, well, <laughs> I, 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 I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, and uh, Uncharted Waters, yeah, 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 Uncharted Waters, uh, yeah, Uncharted Waters online, online, I, I should check out, um, you know, I should check out it again, because it's been a while. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm interested in looking at that. I mean, the graphics, I mean, the graphics are very, are very, uh, 
uh, playing compared to like many other games, but doesn't really matter though. No, not really because it's like an online game. Yeah, so, exactly. But, so like so like I said, the online game mostly emphasizes like trading like uh, uh, tr uh, you know trading ship battles. But so if you really enjoy those things, um, you know the online game definitely has something to go for it. So and the, and the, what if you enjoy trading ship battles? Um, I guess. <laughs> Okay. I'm not sure how that would work, but I suppose. But, um, I don't know. Um, I'm also glad that compared to Japan, uh, the the Western version of the game is like free to play. Yep. So, um, alrighty. So, uh, come, so, uh, come, so, so coming next in the podcast. Uh, if I was smarter, I would have planned this out better. Uh, but I never said I was smart. So, um. We wanted to strike strike while the iron's kind of hot, at least at, at least lukewarm, at least uh, by talking about, um, you know, by you know by there's a lot of talk right now like about Spider-Man because that very good PS4 games come out. So a lot of people are like talking about the the, the order the order games, the franchises, and what worked, what didn't work, that kind of stuff. And like you know, um, we thought it might be fun. Uh, 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 we want to do, uh, do the same thing. So we're gonna look at next podcast. Uh, Maximum Carnage, uh, which is the Venom game of playing Super NES, and very, um, uh, and very unique because it, very unique because the game came out like a blood red cartridge shell. Yep, and so much Spider-Man stuff going on. Yep, at least at least for me. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what are uh, what are the what are the podcasts did you also do, George? We may or may be covering like uh, Spider-Man stuff. Well, I do Master System Masterpieces where uh, we're going to be covering a Spider-Man game on there. And uh, Greg and I do PlayStation Power. Sadly, we are not covering any of the Spider-Man games. There was no... There was, at, least, at least not next episode. There wasn't, What's up? There wasn't, there wasn't one of the Master System, was there? What? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Spider-Man on PlayStation? Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I actually said Master System Masterpieces. Masterpieces. Never mind. Oh no, I I did. That was the first thing oh, I said. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was um Spider-Man Sinister 6. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a, yeah, yeah, that was on the NES too. Yeah. I'm hoping it's different than the NES game. <laughs> and Greg knows why. Anyway, no comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sadly we're not covering any Spider-Man games on PlayStation Power. At least not now. No, but no, but they are uh, yeah, Spider-Man Two is the is the is the de facto PlayStation game anyway. So, yeah, Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man game. Well, until until now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can also find out the po Yep, you can also check out the podcast uh, on on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Um, we also uh, we also uh, we also have a Patreon. Where you can also back us to get to uh, you to get perks such as like shoutouts on the podcast. Um, which at this time I'd like to shout out like both Chad and Richard. Very, uh, you thank you very much for supporting the podcast. Um, and uh, you can also get your early access to the episodes, be able to dictate a game for us, some of that cool stuff. So, 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 so check that out if you're so inclined. Uh, it's patreon.com uh, forward slash SNES podcast. Um, we also, uh, we also, are, we also are available on iTunes, and we're also a proud member of the Throwback Network, Record Junk Network. We can find a whole bunch of other great. Uh, retro themed podcast, both gaming and non gaming related. Uh, if you wish to send me an email directly about the podcast, you can send me the email to the, uh, to the SNES podcast at, at yahoo.com. George already mentioned uh, the other podcasts uh, um, uh, that we do, um, or or that he does by himself. 
And uh, I think it's about it. So, um, no. so uh, yeah, um, just be glad. So just, so just be glad it's a final thought that you can actually get around the world these days in 24 hours. Uh, 24 hours, like it's supposed to like 24 days. Uh, be glad that <laughs> you don't have to worry about... Um, Cramp ships, uh, bad food. Boats boats being made out of wood. I don't know. Storms. Uh, I couldn't think of anything. Sharks. Other nasty stuff. <laughs> Be glad that you can't get diseases easily. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yep, be glad you can... Greg, Greg end the podcast. Be glad you can... Yep, just be glad that you can, like, relive the game. Um, sorry, like, sorry, like, you know, relive the past to the game and not have to do it, like, in real life because it's not much fun. Uh, they... Well, not until we get hollow decks. Come on. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you again, everybody, for support, and take care. Goodbye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.